bad I'm brown skin, so bad I'm brown skin, chocolate to the bone. So bad I'm brown skin, chocolate to the bone. And I've got what it takes to make a monkey man leave his Bob Hicks was one of Atlanta's most popular bluesmen of the 20s. His gruff voice and 12-string bottleneck style got him a recording contract when a Columbia scout went to a barbecue where Bob would cook, serve, and sing. His barbecue blues and going up the country were among his hit records, and he put down many interpretations of classic Piedmont blues. Bob's records showed his wide repertoire and his distinctive voice, but he is not well known as a figure in blues history. Welcome to Dead Wax 78s. I'm your host, Sean, and You know, this is the podcast where we talk about old-timey music and old-timey talent and lost dead artists. And today we're going to talk about Barbecue Bob. A big shout-out to Ty Zaplatal, who actually recommended this episode. So thanks a lot, Ty. Barbecue Bob, Robert Hicks, born in Walnut Grove, Georgia, September 11, 1902, was an American Piedmont blues musician. Now, he used a bottleneck regularly on his 12-string guitar, playing in an elemental style that relied on a open Spanish tuning, reminiscent of Charlie Payton. He had a strong voice that he embellished with a growling and a falsetto and a percussive singing style. His nickname was derived from his working as a cook in a barbecue joint. One of the only three photographs of we've ever seen of him show him playing a guitar and wearing a full-length white apron and a cook's hat. He and his brother Charlie Hicks together with Curly Weaver, were taught how to play the guitar by Curly's mother, Savannah Dip Weaver. Bob began playing the six-string guitar, but picked up the 12-string guitar after moving to Atlanta, Georgia in 1923-1924. And he became one of the prominent performers of the newly developed early Atlanta blues style. Now in Atlanta, Hicks worked at a variety of jobs playing music on the side while working at uh, Tidwell's Barbecue in the North Atlanta suburb. Now, Hicks came to the attention of Columbia Records talent scout Dan Hornsby. Now, Hornsby recorded him and decided to use Hicks's job as a gimmick, having him pose with a chef's whites and the hat on for publicity photos and dubbing him Barbecue Bob. Here's side one. Barbecue Blues at Columbia Electrical Recording 1927. Woke up this morning, gone. Fix me night and day. I woke up this morning. Fix me night and day. With my hand around my pillow while my brownie used to lay I 
Blues, also known as like East Coast or Southeastern Blues, refers primarily to a guitar style which is characterized by a, a finger picking approach in which a regular alternating thumb bass string rhythm pattern supports a syncopated melody using the treble strings generally picked with the four fingers, occasionally others. Uh, the result is uh, comparable in sound to a ragtime or a stride piano style. The Piedmont style is differentiated from other styles, particularly the Mississippi Delta Blues, by its ragtime-based rhythms. Uh, recording artists such as Blind Blake, Josh White, Buddy Moss, and Blind Boy Fuller helped spread the style on the strength of their sales throughout the region. During Bob's short career, he recorded 68 70 RPM sides. He recorded his first side, Barbecue Blues, in March 1927. The record quickly sold like 15,000 copies and made him the best-selling artist for Columbia up to that date. Uh, 
Despite this initial success, it was not until his second recording session in New York during June 1927 that he firmly established himself on the race market. At this session, he recorded Mississippi Heavy Water Blues, a song inspired by the major floods taking place in Mississippi at the time. This song, as well as his other blues releases, gained considerable popularity and his records sold much better than those of the other local blues musicians. Here's side two, Mississippi Heavy Water Blues on Columbia. I was walking down the levee with my head hanging low Looking for my sweet mama, but she ain't here no more That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blues Lord, 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 I'm so blue My house got washed away And I'm crying how long for another payday That's why I'm crying Mississippi heavy water blue. I'm sitting here looking at all of this mud, and my gal got washed away in that Mississippi flood. That's why I'm crying. Mississippi heavy water blue. I hope she come back. Someday, kind and true, can't no one satisfy her like a sweet papa do. That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blue. I think I heard a moan on that Arkansas side, crying high long before sweet mama ride. That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blue. I'm in Mississippi with mud all in my shoes. My gal in Louisiana with those high water blues. That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blues. Lord, send me a sweet mama. Got plenty mud and water. Don't need no wood or coal. All I need some sweet mama to fill me jolly roll. That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blue. Nothing but mud and water, far as I could see. I need some sweet mama, come and shake that thing with me. That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blue. Listen here, you men, one more thing I like to say. Ain't no women's out here, for they all got washed away. That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blue. Lord, 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 Mississippi shaking, Louisiana sinking, the whole town's a ranking, Robert Hicks is singing. That's why I'm crying, Mississippi heavy water blue. With his brother, Charlie Lincoln, also known as Laughing Charlie, he recorded it, It Won't Be Long Now, a duet with Crosstalk in Atlanta on November 5, 1927. 
Now, in April 1928, Hicks recorded two sides with the singer Nellie Florence, whom he had known since childhood, and also produced Mississippi Low Levy Blues as a sequel to the Mississippi Heavy Water Blues in April 1930. He recorded We Sure Got Hard Times Now, which contained a bleak reference to the Great Depression. Barbecue Bob was primarily a blues musician, but he also recorded a few traditional songs and spirituals, including When the Saints Go Marching In, and Poor Boy Got a Long Way From Home, and Jesus' Blood Can Make Me Whole. Barbecue Bob also recorded as a member of the Georgia Cotton Pickers in December 1930, a group that included guitarist Curly Weaver and harmonica player Buddy Moss. As a group, they recorded a handful of sides, including their own adaptation of Blind Blake's A Diddy Wa Diddy, recorded as Diddle Da Diddle, in the Mississippi Sheiks, Sitting on the Top of the World, recorded as I'm On My Way Down Home. Uh, these were the last recordings that Bob ever made. Here's side three, Going Up the Country, Columbia, 1928. Don't you around, seem lonesome when your gal pack up and leave. Don't you around, seem lonesome when your gal pack up and leave. You may drink your moonshine, but your heart ain't never Get 
big red headline and in Chicago defender news. That's a big red headline and in Chicago defender news. And my gal down south got them up the country. Robert Hicks was just a young man of 24 when Columbia's Dan Hornsby arranged for his first recording session in March 1927 and had only moved into Atlanta from the countryside a few years before. When he recorded, he had learned guitar along with his friend Curly Weaver from Curly's mom, of course, and all three played in a similar style, favoring the big, booming sound of that 12-string guitar and relishing the contrast of a pulsing bass riff with the whine of that bottleneck on the treble strings. From the first, Barbecue Bob's music was instantly recognizable, both for the characteristic guitar style and for its warm nasal singing. He could, uh, he could sound fiercely involved with his material. In the crosstalk and duets with Charlie, it probably was an example of the kind of material Robert performed in The Medicine Show. Barbecue Bob's lyrics were remarkable for their blending of traditional formula with a wry originality that is all his own. He was well acquainted with traditional songs. The content of barbecue blues and motherless child blues is almost proverbial, and the sessions were to be cut versions of two well-known gospel songs, also produced Easy Rider, Don't You Deny My Name, and a stunning account of Poor Boy Long Way From Home. Now, Barbecue Bob rapidly impressed himself on his fans' minds as a sharp, clever, and original musician. But Hicks died in Lithonia, Georgia, of a combination of tuberculosis and pneumonia brought on by influenza at the early age of 29 on October 21, 1931. His recording of Mississippi Heavy Water Blues was apparently played at his graveside before his burial. After Robert's early death in 1931, Laughing Charlie continued to perform into the 1950s as Charlie Lincoln, and from 55 to 63 he was in prison for murder in Cairo, Georgia, where he became a prisoner trustee. He died there of a cerebral hemorrhage on September 28, 1963. Here's side four, Poor Boy a Long Way From Home. I'm a poor boy, I'm a long way from home I'm a poor boy, I'm a long way from home I'm a poor boy, ain't got nowhere to go Ain't got no one, lay my worried head. Honey, got no one, lay my worried head. I ain't got no one, lay my worried head. Sometimes I seem to be dead. Honey, tell me what you gonna do. Please tell me what you gonna do. Please 
some influence on Atlanta blues musicians, such as the young Buddy Moss, but his way of playing was quickly overshadowed by the finger-picking Piedmont blues style, which rose in popularity by the late 1920s and early 30s. This development can be heard in the recordings of Curly Weaver. His career was short-lived, and he died at a very early age, but his musical legacy goes on. Wise beyond his years, he let his music tell the story. Chocolate to the Bone, written and performed by Barbecue Bob, delves into themes of racial identity and societal attitudes towards different skin tones. Ultimately, Chocolate to the Bone confronts a complex theme of racial identity, challenging sociality constructs and stereotypes. The song dares to celebrate and assert the value of one's own skin color, while also acknowledging the problematic ways in which people of different racial backgrounds are often viewed in society. Through its lyrics and context, this blues song provides a nuance and a thought-provoking exploration of race and identity in America during the 1920s. Thank you for listening. This has been Deadwax 78s and... I'm your host, Sean, and uh, that's a great little short story about Barbecue Bob. And you know what? I'll catch you on the flip side. La, 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 la. And I've got what it takes to make a monkey man leave his home. 